Welcome back. Today's episode is called um, something probably it's stupid prayers or like dumb prayers. I, <laughs> of course, today is more like um, like story time. I guess. I was like reading like um I well, don't pray dumb prayers it might be called that but I googled that exact thing on Google and Christianity Today which I do not read or subscribe to their like website because I don't even know like it needs to be fact checked by everybody because there's some content to post on there that I'm like is anybody saved here crickets crickets and the, but this made me laugh because the title says the article title is why doesn't God answer all of my prayers? Because some of them are stupid. <laughs> and it really made me laugh. Um, kind of the direction might be exactly the, the direction I want to go in tonight. Because for a few days, I've been thinking about this prayer that this girl prayed in this Christian space that I was in. And it just bewildered me. Okay, so story time back around so this story took place during the time where the george floyd incident first hit the news everything flared up everybody was like posting their black squares everybody was like super into black people everybody was like zero political everybody was like oh my god just just spending their time showing everyone on the internet that I care about black people. I really do. Meanwhile, they have like zero black friends or don't at all. Nothing really changed about their life. Just saying. So um, I remember I was in this Christian space and there was a prayer that we had, like a bunch of Christians had. And this one girl had the audacity to pray. Father God, I just pray that you would end racism and in my head, me, in my black mind, I just, you know what? Scratch that. In my Christian mind, because that comes first, right? I was like, eh? You want him to end racism. Does that make sense? Does that even make sense? And then it started making me think of, of other things. So if you don't understand why I'm just like, that's dumb. That's, that's really dumb prayer. Because a lot of the times, I don't think people realize what they're saying at all it's like their heart is very much this is a problem i don't want it to exist end it god and it's like oh my goodness please turn your brain on please next time come alongside with your brain inside of your head because you must have left it in the room you must have left it on the dresser you must have left it in the shower something like that because it's not present you're not here you're not in your right mind so from the heart of my bottom like i really want to say Please stop playing dumb, praying dumb prayers. Why I specifically think that this girl's prayer was like super dumb is because racism is a sin issue. And you, nobody, you don't pray. You don't pray sin away. You flee from it. But the only cure, well, you flee, flee from like sexual immorality. And that's what the Bible says. But the only cure to all of that sin problem is, wait for it, Jesus Christ. <gasps> And guess what? He literally already did what he's going to do about it. He's handled it. It is a finished work. So for Christians to look at a problem like that and say, God, end racism. 
in a fallen sinful world where the Bible says the God of this world is Satan? Does that even make sense? You want one particular sin to just end just like that. Just like that. That's it. Eh, does that make sense? That's like, Father God, I pray that um, that murder wouldn't just end. Eh. It's, it's a heart. <laughs> it's a sin problem. The solution is Jesus Christ. The way for all of that to end, literally, you, you want to know how? You want to know how sin will end? Is when all them people, all them lots, all them people, right? Is if everything in the book of Revelations go down. We all go through judgment and God handles. The lambs are separated from the, the sheep are separated from the wolves. People go to heaven and then people go to hell. And then that's that. New heaven, new earth. Waiting for new Jerusalem. Okay. Israel. New Israel. Show me Israel. Okay. That's a, it's, it's just sometimes people pray dumb stuff. Like specifically in the area of poverty. I never understood people. Father God, I pray that you. I, just, I haven't even, even seen like people like try to like have organizations to end poverty. And I'm just like looking at them with a smile on my face like, no, you're not. You're not serious. I just want to end world hunger. I want to end poverty. I, no way. You're not serious. Listen, even Jesus. Okay. In the story of Jesus, when they were, when, um, homegirl in my alabaster, when she poured out her oil from her alabaster and she wiped his feet with my tears, when he, when she wiped Jesus's feet with her hair and her tears, everything like that. Okay. And, um, Judas was like, so pissed. He was like, bro, like that was a lot of money that could have been used to give to the poor. And Jesus was like, um, excuse me, the poor you will have always with you, but not me, which shows me poverty is, <laughs> that's literally always going to be a thing. Poverty is literally a curse. That's what the Bible says. Poverty is a curse. And Jesus became the curse. He became poor so that we may be rich. That means monetarily. I know that offends some people. Like some people don't even like, I don't believe like people call it the prosperity gospel. I'm not telling you to, if you give me $5,000, you're going to get a million dollars back. But if you ignore anything, it's like, it's just really stupid and asinine for people to like completely just like ignore the literal monetary blessings that God like promises his children. We are, hello, we are the children of Abraham. Like, hello, like Abraham, the Abrahamic blessing, the Abrahamic promise. Are you kidding me? King David's vibes, vibes, people like that. They were loaded. They're going places. They were driving Ferreris, Ferreris. That's how they said in Egypt, Ferraris. Okay. They're driving camels that was going 90 miles per hour. Don't tell me, don't tell me lot that you don't think God was out here in these streets blessing people. The wells, Jacob's wells. Don't, was it Jacob? Was it Somebody had wells, mate. Don't tell me God wasn't out here blessing his folks. Don't tell me. Even the stereotype for Jews is that they're rich. So, but that's another podcast episode for another day because it's really not even hard. It's just, a, it's just a lot of religion and like, I guess church hurt that people have towards this whole prosperity gospel thing. But I just think it's poverty. Point is, though you were rich, though Jesus was rich, he became poor. 
and poverty is a curse. He took on poverty, and the Bible says so that we may be rich. You blue letter Bible it, and you look up the actual meaning of the words placed in the transcripts in that scripture, and then you come crying, and you break open your alabaster box, and you wipe my feet with your tears and your hair when you realize that, oh my God, God does want to bless me monetarily. God does want to increase my resources here in my vats and my storehouse may overflow. Oh my gosh, all of that stuff applies. Oh my gosh, it's actually not good for anyone at all to be poor, but rather to be overflowing in possessions, not, well, let me reword that, overflowing in abundance with your resources so that you may be a blessing and you get to like be blessed off of that too. Like this earth is limited. Why do you want to live in Po? But that's neither here nor there. So for poverty, that shows me. I was like, when I read that scripture, it just hit me a certain way. I was like, oh, my days, like, that just shows me poverty is literally always going to be here. It's never going to go away, especially in this ratchet, sinful world. Like, poverty is a spiritual matter. It's not just a monetary matter. There is a literal spirit of poverty that people operate in. Literal. Even even rich people like i'll see celebrities sometimes be like i'm still gonna save money i'm still gonna live in this house and it's just like who are you trying to like do this for like they'll have they'll get a bunch of money but they still live like they're poor and it's and i don't mean like oh they're living smart and spending their money well no i mean like they're (laughs) they're living in a poverty mindset still no matter what their monetary statement is but anyways, so it's a spiritual matter, literally. Poverty will always be around. The Bible calls it a curse. So for you praying, Father, we just pray that it ends. No, if it's a curse, the solution is Jesus Christ. That's the uh, 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 hello. He came to be an answer. He came to be the Messiah. He came to be the solution. He is the an- the reason. Jesus is the answer. He is the answer. So people just pray dumb prayers. Father God, I want to have a hand in stopping world hunger. You're going to have to feed a lot of people every day for them, for you to stop world hunger. Do you even, do you even know where to start? How about you give to organizations like Feed the Hungry and be an extra person so that they can enlarge their resources to feed more children, feed more people. That's every single day. You're going you're, you're gonna, to you're gonna put food in someone else's mouth. Hey, when is that world hunger? How about you teach people how to get fed? Teach people how to farm. Teach people how to fish. Teach people how to hunt. And let them, like, work. I want to, I want to do I want poverty to end. I want racism to end. I want. And we just say things, dumb things, without even thinking about what we're saying. We're not even thinking that you can practically be a solution to something. And just not just throw it up to the heavenlies and just, oh, well, that's taken care of. That's being irresponsible, especially with what you can do on this earth. I just think that's that's just not very smart. You know, like I went racing in the end. I think that's stupid. <laughs> that was the I, I, that literally was the most stupidest thing. I think during that times when like politically things like get tense is when stupidity like rises and emerges like sifts out from the population and that's just all we get just nonsense and stupidity especially even during the corocoro viral viral virus when it broke out people are like we can end the virus vibes the bubonic plague is still running about she's still here in these streets somewhere she's still here in these streets what are you talking about you want to end a vital a virus 
you can't end a virus. Like, I literally, I was like, no, there's no way. There's no way people are taking the stance of, we're going to come together to stop the virus. We need to end this virus. Mate, it's a virus. People are getting shingles, smallpox, colds, flus, headaches, this, dot, dot, this. You want to end the virus? Who are you? You're the first person I know. You know what's a good solution? Jesus of the Christ. Jesus the Christ. You know who heals all diseases and all sickness? Jesus Christ. So it's almost like we already have a solution. And maybe we should start being educated with the things that come out of like what we say. Maybe we should educate ourselves. You know, because people mean well and have a good heart. But meaning well doesn't always, it's not always going to be in your favor. You have to actually educate yourself with knowledge and wisdom that the Bible tells us in the the whole Bible, even in the book of Proverbs, it encourages us to seek knowledge, all knowledge, all wisdom, seek knowledge, seek wisdom, seek knowledge, seek wisdom, seek knowledge, ask for wisdom. And God's not even going to rebuke you for asking. Ask for it. I ask for it nearly every day. I'm like, oh, thank you for more wisdom today, because there's not there. Even I will never scrape the bottom of the barrel. God's eternal. He always gives me. He gives more than enough. Do you get, just? Do you get me? Just do you understand? It's like one in the morning. So forgive me if I'm a little slurry, a little tired. I'm tired. Forgive me. But it's just, I just some people just say stuff, and I'm like, where's your mind? Where where have you been, mate? Where have you been? People, I think people treat prayer as just, it's like a chore. But let me just say this, and then it's like I did my part. <laughs> it's like, hello? Did you check back with it? Is it actually done? So I want to know when that girl prayed that prayer. I pray that you would end racism. Was, was she expecting to see this answer in her lifetime? Or like when? When the freak did she expect to see this? And I want to, Father God, feed the hungry. You feed the hungry. Father God, give I pray that you would clothe the naked. You clothe the naked. Father God, I pray that you would just be, I pray that you would, you, 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 <laughs> when you, when you, you, you do something about it. Go start something, go do something about it. And then ask God to empower you as you're doing it. Give me the supernatural strength. Give me supernatural yield as much. I'm putting in as, as best as I can, but I need supernatural increase and in growth here. And see what happens for you. I mean, that's that's pretty. That's big brain prayer. That's big boy prayer. Instead of being like, oh my God, I have I have this problem. Think of something that something that you can do that would ma- ensure that that problem will never happen again. Oh my goodness, I hate it when I have to go through all these air just TSA da 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 TSA pre-check. I hate it when I have to do all of this stuff and blah, 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 and fly through all these different connecting flights and da, 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 Run it, just run a jet. I mean, that's like childlike faith. It's, it's, it's that weird, like loss of wonder that people have where they get, where they grow up and get gr- grouchy and grumpy. You say run a plane. Do you know how much that costs? Where is that money? Where are you going to expect that kind of money to come in? I see people. I, I, I see I know a couple more than a couple of people who in the ministry who rent jets they get what they need quickly they need to go there quickly they get it quickly 
you know, they do pretty cool stuff. Well, I need, I need a bunch of, I need a bunch of missionaries at this one spot. Buy a plane. I actually heard a story from, um, dang, he's Mexican, and his name, Chris Estrada, that's what his name, he told the most epic story about how this ministry, like, the ministry that he was working with, like, raised, like, nearly millions of dollars, and they literally bought an entire new plane. They had, it had to be made. Because and then they had to like the plane was so advanced for like the country of Honduras this in this particular story that they couldn't even land the plane in this airport because the the runway was too small for the plane. So you know what they did? A few years later, ended up building another airport in Honduras. This ministry funded it. People were giving crazy for them for them to land their plane full of missionaries to do what they were doing in that country. What a dope. See? <laughs> Father God. Instead of, instead of, oh, Father God, I just pray that you'll just give us away. I just, no. Think crazy. Like, think, think with faith, but I'm not wasting my breath. Oh, I just pray you'd end racism. No, I, I'm not praying that prayer. You can't, you will not catch me pray that prayer. I pray that you just, and just come down and, and solve all social political matters. I definitely, I ain't praying that prayer. I use not praying that prayer. That is, that doesn't seem smart. I, let me be a solution, God. I don't, sometimes you, so I think sometimes the best prayer that you can pray is, I don't even know what to pray, God. Give me the words to say. Use me in a proper way in this season or, or to this matter. And I'll go where you lead me. And I'm going. And just leave me as I go. I think that's a better prayer. <laughs> would you, would you, would you end racism? <laughs> what? Well, again, would you step my stepmom for being so? No, no, maybe that's maybe that's not so bad. Well, again, can you please, can you please end terrorism? There's a pretty. I, I think I can think of a solid way to end terrorism. You just have to have a few guns on you and a good eighteen. Just saying. Just saying. You know, when people, when the Afghani, um, no, they were not Afghani. When our troops were stuck, our, I think they still are. When, But, you know, in that time when they were stuck in Afghanistan, people were like, I'll fly my own plane over because Bo Jaden was, uh, he wasn't really doing much. But no. They're like, fine, I'll be the solution. Instead of waiting around, crying about, crying, whinging and whining and moaning like you. Like you have no solution. And you know what? Even in when you pray, believe. Some people pray and it's just like, oh my goodness, stop. Because they just have an attitude like it's never going to get done. You know what's crazy? I have sat, literally sat in a prayer meeting with older people. Older people. And in my head, I'm thinking, let me clarify, older Christian people. So people that have most likely, most likely, have been walking out the Christian faith longer than I've been alive, longer than I was even thought about, okay? And I remember, um, and if you're there, you, you, if you're listening, I don't know, who, I never really know who's listening until people tell me, I listen to your podcast. So I like when people do that. It's just a nice little, you know, it feels nice, it feels great. But I, if you're there, then you know. 
if you're listening and okay so uh, there's a lady who had a prayer request she was like you know my granddaughter has this problem and that problem and she's going through this and she's having this and she's having that and it was like mental health problems and stuff like that and we people literally people she's like so i'm just gonna lift her up in prayer we prayed right after we prayed in jesus name amen yeah, because, you know, it's just been really hard because she has this and she's been saying that. Going, And I'm just like, oh, my God, you don't even realize what you're doing. We just prayed a prayer of faith. I, I know sometimes I can gauge how things go for people, just how they respond to prayers. It's interesting because you can have faith for people, but it's like some people just like screw their own selves over. You'll pray full of faith. You're like shouting and shaking and sweating because the anointing didn't hit. You you felt the anointing on that prayer. And then people, okay, well, yeah, you know, well, you know, I'm just expecting for da-da-da. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I wish you just closed your mouth. I wished, I wish you would close your mouth because your mouth is going to get you in trouble. Your mouth is going to get you in trouble. There's some people when they pray, it's just something to say. There's no faith, no belief, no conviction. Nothing. It's just something to fill the pain, fill the empty space, fill the silence with. Well, I prayed. Well, I did it. Fine. I prayed. They're not expecting any answer at all. You know, when it's actually really funny. It's, that just shows you how much people either don't pray or people just don't believe in prayer. Because, you know, when people just like, you know, you're casually talking and they're like, OK, pray for me. <laughs> and I'm just like, OK, I'll pray for you right now. This is I like doing this just to see what people's reactions. Oftentimes, usually most of the time they're like shocked. They're like, oh, whoa, I didn't know you're going to like actually pray for me. Yeah, I'm not a liar. You know, sometimes when people are like, oh, I'm sending a prayer request, I'd like to say prayed. I just prayed because everybody says praying. And I just. You know, I've even said praying and it's not a problem, but some people put praying and then they don't pray. But if you tell them, hey, I just prayed about this. That just, just, oh, well, OK, oh, 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 it's just something different about it. You know, I remember when I was in ministry school, just the way that I carried myself, I was like, I know God answers my prayer. I know for a fact he hears me. And I still know that today. And I just if I could speak, just like toot my horn, like I really love that about my childlike wonder, because that's the one thing I told God, I was like, I don't want to lose my childlike faith, you know, and people, I was talking to my friend, actually, India, and I was like, you know, I'm actually grateful that I'm stubborn, because a lot of people, not some people have called me stubborn, and you know, but it took that stubbornness that element of stubbornness that I had and the things of the Lord that resulted in the powerful things that I've seen in my life today for the relationship that I have with the Lord. I'm not taking anything but the will of God. I'm not taking anything but what the Bible promises me currently. And you know what it is? And I told her, I was like, I'm actually grateful for it. But I think the world's version of it is stubbornness, but I'm going to use a better sounding synonym, obstinate. I'm obstinate. I'm unwavering. I am unshakable, unmovable. I will not waver in my convictions. I am a woman of principles. I am a woman of principles. You know, because I believe this 
and I will stick by it. Hello. Hello. And that's just that's just a general thing. Just that's a good declaration for you to say over yourself to remind yourself who the freak you are. And when you know that and then you're like, when I pray, I know when I open my mouth, God hears me and he answers. Whoa, that's that kind of faith is not arrogance. No, 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 no. The world may have a counterfeit for it because they don't recognize a bold, confident woman or man of God that's full of faith. And not in them, but in the God that they serve, the God who is listening to their prayer, the God that they're praying to. And you can have it's crazy. There's problems that I've hit. I I specifically had a testimony in 27 seconds. It was solved. Why? Because the person called me. Well, actually, I called regarding something with like school and finances. And then 27 seconds later, they called me back and said, actually, da 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 da. And it was all good news. Isn't God good? And within those 27 seconds, I prayed. I, I even shed a tear or two. I was like, God, oh God. Because to me, I'm just like finances, like a, like a thing I didn't, I don't want to pay loans. I don't want to do all of that. I don't pay loans. I do not pay loans. Nope. I, it's a, it's go to my school, Southeastern University. It's a great place to go. I'm not saying people don't pay loans if you go there, but that school actually actually offers a freaking payment plan. I don't know why all universities won't don't do this because they're just money hungry. But anyways, it's a great school to go to. Just saying. And if you go to Lakeland campus, you'll get a scholarship for literally anything. <laughs> it's kind of crazy. But I don't go to the Lakeland campus. Okay. So. And it took that obstinate of like, I have to believe God's going to do something because I can't accept less than I can't accept the 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 average path that other people walk out I can't accept I cannot say I'm a broke college student I will never never say that about myself I can't say oh you know well oh student loans I have like 50 million dollars to pay back never say that about myself I don't have a dime to pay back so that's not true I have like 118 (laughs) dollars in my balance to pay but uh, compared to a bunch of 50,000 hello that's like a dollar feels like so you know there's just certain things that I'm grateful that I was obstinate for but anyways but it didn't come through praying dumb prayers it didn't, even, <laughs> it didn't because I you know what I think it is when people pray dumb prayers it actually oh that reminds me oh my gosh okay so I was in ministry school right and we had this like conference where all these it's a specific ministry school it's a type and there's different uh camp not campuses but there's different it's like run this program is like um running all over the world so we had this conference where all of us from all over america because i think it, it just started in africa and like uh, maybe in like another country or whatever so all of the American um, based um, locations and programs that were run um, would gather at this in Alabama where I was because that's Alabama started in Alabama sorry from like Alabama I believe I could be wrong so we ha- we would all have these we would all get together and we would all have this conference together and they literally called up like they selected like different people to have like where we were like having like a prayer service and bro one of the guys like this male speakers like um like the leaders 
just roasted the fire because out of like a bunch of people there because a lot of people were going up and some people had like powerful prayers like oh wow that's a really good prayer because it's kind of like when people ask you can you pray for this like you kind of got to bring the fuego that's kind of like the un the unspoken rule that it feels like it's not a rule i mean just speak like you're speaking to god and to me it'll and if you're praying with faith and full belief that everything you're saying is being heard heard and literally there is a heavenly interaction going on right now and you believe right when in the name even before you say in the before you even pray answered in the name of jesus you're praying with expectancy i will see solution this prayer will yield results that type of prayer is powerful period so there was few that prayed powerfully and a bunch of students came up and they'd be like um god um you know thank you like, oh they'd like start off strong and then they just like pff, immediately like die out man because because you can tell like they like rehearsed it like two minutes five minutes ten minutes before like what they were gonna say and they had nothing left to say because they had to be it they had to pray it wasn't like a you just pray it was like they had to pray for a specific allotted amount of time and they had nothing to say and when what do christians do when they don't have anything to say start speaking in tongues that sounds fake that was kind of fake started off real and fake yes jesus thank you jesus thank you jesus we do that fill the words we fill we fill empty like silence the silence i heard that's like an american thing i guess so where it's just like we're uncomfortable with silence so we just say something and fill it sometimes i actually noticed that like on like certain mission fields specifically in africa like some people like when they don't have anything to say they'll like take time and pause and listen and it's not, like not awkward for them to me it's like kind of feels awkward because it's like you feel like you constantly have to say something like i'm doing right now but no sometimes you can take a break and think and consider the next thing you're going to say and it's okay and i think it's like a western thing to be like if it's silence that means i don't have i didn't come prepared i don't have anything to say but you're having a conversation prayers so you're having a conversation so there are people that were like a lot of people who are just praying in tongues when they were told to specifically cover a specific topic and this guy came up and he says you can tell the prayer life of people by how they're praying up here but he's like we didn't call, ask you to come up here to speak in tongues anybody could do that i literally was like melting for them shrinking in my seats for them and but i was also very confused i was like why did nobody ask me to pray maybe if you put me on that stage right now i would be like i wouldn't even do that because he didn't like that not the fact that you were speaking in tongues the fact that it was you can tell they didn't have anything to say because they don't pray they don't pray and sometimes you can tell like people who pray dumb prayers you can tell their prayer life because they don't pray because if you talk to god long enough First of all, if you talk to God long enough and you, if, let me, if you have a good prayer life, you have a good relationship with the Lord and it's definitely gonna, it's, it's, I think it's weird. You can't have a good prayer life and not read the Bible. That's just, that's like, I'm going to, that's a gross analogy. It's like having kids with a wife, but like, you don't, you don't like talk to her at all weird like you hello like talking would have to happen for that to even be a byline probably most likely it should 
you know, it should. It just makes the most sense. That's just what a natural relationship would look like. So you can just tell, man, just how by how people pray. Just like, bro, babes, what's going on? And sometimes, not all the time, because sometimes I pray crazy. But I don't even care because some people judge too. Some people criticize a little too hard. But either way, either way, we all thinking it like you can tell. And sometimes I pray a little crazy just to throw people off because you don't need to be knowing. You don't need to be seeing me. I can tell you're anointed. Oh, she prayed. She said that word. You didn't pray the magic words. You didn't say this specific Christian popular term. You didn't say daddy God. Oh, I can tell you don't even like Jesus. It's like, says, says, no. Okay. No. But sometimes I just pray like very lax just to like mess with people. <laughs> That's just me. That's just me, though. That's just me being me. But, no, you can, you can, either way, you can tell, like, people's spiritual life by its fruit. You tell them to pray, and they're like, you pray for the food. Yes, Jesus, thank you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus. I said pray for the food. But I lived in it. I said pray for the food. They don't know what to say. They're confused. They don't even know how to communicate with God. They don't. Why are you freaking out? Hello. Just pray for the. Thank you for the food. Blessed to our bodies in Jesus' name. Amen. That's a simple prayer. My favorite way to pray for food. Blessed to our bodies and to our bodies. Your ministry in the name of Jesus. I pray. Amen. If pray for the food. God is gay. God is good. Let him thank you for our food. Bow our head, man. I pray. Thank you for our day. Mate, what is that? Did you learn that in preschool? Have you been praying this prayer for 45 years? Do you not know how to pray for this food? I like, get out of here. You are not eating today. You are starved. <laughs> you will eat your thoughts. You will eat your regrets tonight. Hey, <laughs> you will eat the Bible. Go, read it. Learn how to pray. Oh, my days. That's why Jesus had to teach people how to pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be notre Père. You know, that's how they say it in French. That's all I know. <laughs> Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. It starts off, you acknowledge God, Heavenly Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. You worship him, praise and thanksgiving. Come on. You enter his courts and his gates with praise and thanksgiving. You make your request known to him. And with, because the Jesus literally taught, you have gone to me. Actually, you've gone to, um, oh, my days. Let me bring up the scripture. Ooh, let me bring it up because I'm going to butcher it. If you think about it, God gave Jesus all the authority. So by that authority, that's how you're literally praying. Um, in that day, you will ask nothing of me. Truly, truly, I say to you, I think this is a scripture. Oh, my gosh. What's this is in. Um, nice. John sixteen twenty three. Not me being a chapter, a daggone chapter off. Wow. And in that day ye shall ask me nothing. Verily, verily, I say unto you, whatsoever you shall ask the Father in my name, he will give it to you. So that is the way that we pray. It honestly kind of, I, I've, you know what's crazy about this though? I've literally preached this out to people. Christians. I'll just say American Christians. And I still hear people pray. 
in your precious name. Jesus, we just ask, we're not Catholic. We don't pray to Jesus. Did we not just hear what we just, in that day, you shall ask me nothing. This is red, in red, Jesus speaking. I like this. This section is called, your sorrow will turn into joy. There too, have you asked nothing in my name? Ask and you shall receive that your joy may be full. They haven't even asked in his name before. That's the next verse after that. Um, by the way, this is John 16, verse 23 and 24. Hmm. At that date that you shall ask in my name, and I should say not unto you that I will pray the Father for you, for the Father himself loveth you because you have the Father. This is all good, to be honest. Do we not just hear that? You will ask me nothing. Jesus, we, you will ask me nothing. Go to the Father in my name. Father God, just like Jesus taught us how to pray. Heavenly Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. You get your praise in, your praise and thanksgiving in. Make your requests made known to God. You seal that thing up with, in the name of Jesus. That name has all authority. Hallelujah. And with faith and expectancy, that prayer is sent up to God. Like I'm thinking like a mail shoot. Like when you deposit your like check at the mail in the drive through ATM. Not the drive through ATM, the teller, the drive through teller. The way that it goes up. It goes up. It goes up. There is a very specific way to pray. I'm tired of people praying dumb, dumbly, <laughs> ignorantly, stupidly. There's a very specific format that Jesus modeled for us to pray and to pray out. I still, but people, in your precious name. I don't like that. In whose, say the name. It's not hard. In your precious name takes longer to say. It's, that took more oxygen and breath and time on my, limited time on this earth to say, rather than saying the most powerful name there is, Jesus. It's a joy to say, in the name of Jesus. Recognize what he did for you, for that to even happen. Are you kidding me? There's, people couldn't pray like that before, before. Now they can because of Jesus Christ. So take advantage of it. That's that's your right. You go to God in the name of Jesus. I actually, because, you know, I taught, I make it a point to teach people, especially when I'm, you know, doing ministry excursions or whatever, people that I've never heard the gospel, I teach them how to pray. This is how you pray. This is how you get heard. This is how you pray. There is a very specific way that Jesus went about teaching people. I'm not saying that you should have a full script. I'm just saying, follow the format. You'll never be wrong. And you'll never be dumb either. Oh my goodness. Because it's not like, you know, for the most part, I really don't think people are praying dumb prayers, especially when they're like in dire situations. I don't think people are praying dumb prayers. But because maybe, maybe, I'm not saying there's plenty of people who teach people how to pray, but maybe they just haven't heard, hey, this is dumb. That's, no. Or maybe they haven't heard, this is how. This is how you do it. You know how people ask like Sierra, the singer, what is the prayer assist that you pray to get your husband, Russell Wilson? And she literally like released a prayer, I think, in a song. <laughs> you know, it's just there's people. So people know even in the world, they know. Well, there's certain there's certain like things that just produce something different. You just know it. You abide by the way God told you how to pray. You'll never be in the wrong. And but you know what? You got to you should 
read up on the Bible to know when things are smart to pray. Because I'm not going to be sitting here praying for protection. I think that's dumb to pray. Mother, I pray for protection. He, That's his job. You have angels. You have him. He's guarding your left and your right front and back. You have the armor. Babes, that's a part of the promise. You're already protected. I don't waste time praying, Father God, protect me. Father God, make me a new creation. Save me. I, that's literally been covered. That'd be weird. Like, you know, it'd be dumb to pray. Father God, make me a Christian every day. Huh? Huh? So likewise, stop praying. Stop racism. That's so, that's so dumb. That is so dumb. That is a byproduct of sin. That's literally what happens when there's sin in the world. Evils like racism. Evils like murder. Evils like hatred. Un, you know, unjust murder evils like hatred evils like like uh like uh rape and 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 just all these things that are just foul 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 and people or like when people go through like terrorist bombs and like shootings we're praying for a land i don't want first of all i don't want all y'all people praying for me are you if i was a city of orlando and i went through something tragic and the whole country made a graphic post for me Everyone's making it their Facebook, their temporary Facebook profile. Everyone's, oh, how sad. Hashtag life goes fast. Gone too soon. Hashtag. I would not want, I, I know Floridians. I don't want all of y'all praying for me. I want to select a few. Some of y'all is crazy out here in these streets. There's some people I will not let pray for me. I don't even like when people touch me. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like when people hug me like that, that I don't really know like that. That's weird to me. I just don't like it. Anyways, that's kind of personal. It's, but again, it's like two in the morning or something. It's literally 2 a.m. But there's just certain things. It's just sometimes I see people and I'm like, oh, my God, you don't do you talk to God? <laughs> like, Is this what it sounds like when you talk to God? Who God bless you. Goodness gracious. Know your word. Know your promises. Know your rights. Like they say, know your rights. Know your rights. You don't have to beg for God to do something he already took care of 2,000 years ago. You'll pray cool prayers. Father God, make me a blessing. Somehow give me this type of jet, this type of plane. I want access to, like, pray radical prayers, man. Radical. I mean, can you imagine how cool that sometimes I even say, like, if should things ever go wrong? You know what's crazy about that? Should anything go wrong in my life? There's a solution. And it's Jesus. If I see a man lipping in the road, I have the solution. And his name is Jesus. We carry the very solution in our hearts. He lives in our heart. He's in heaven. He lives in our heart. We have the solution as the ambassadors of Jesus Christ. We are the solution to the world. So and you can be a solution. You, you have that solution even in for your own private matters. It takes faith, though. And this is actually what I was saying before I like lost my trail. I'm actually glad, you know, I made it an effort to God because I've, I've always been obstinate and I've had this childlike faith of in wonder. And I, I, and I knew that when people grow up, they just lose that. But I said, God, keep, keep me, keep my faith childlike. Keep me believing in you. Even if I seem foolish, keep my faith in a way that it's just, Oh, by faith. Well, I'll just pray for that and everything will be fine. 
Holly, like keep me in that. I don't want to lose my wonder of you. I don't want to lose that childlike faith. I don't want to lose just the sheer belief that you can and you will and you're able. Because religion and and dumb Christian songs and unscriptural Christian songs by Chris Tomlin and I'm just joking. Am I? And just like just dumb people praying could get in the way of that stuff and tarnish the good theology that a lot of children have where it's like God can do anything and he hears my prayers. And there's theology so simple. God, good, devil, bad. And he, God can do anything. You know, that type, I don't want that to tarnish that. I want to foolishly believe in you. I want to foolishly know that if ever faced with a problem, there is a way out. And there is. I've heard Christian people say, you know, it's not like you can have solutions to every problem. Says who? Says you. But faith, it didn't take faith to speak like that. If it isn't faith, it's doubt. It did not take faith to speak like that at all, at all, at all. And it takes a, it takes a certain type of like grit and like, no, like obstinance to be like, I believe what this word says. I'm not changing. I'm not swaying. Circumstances will not shape my theology. First of all, I'm like a slave to Christ. Anything could happen. I'm still riding with this guy. I'm going to stick beside him. Anything could happen. Nothing should shift. Not a centimeter. Not an inch. Not I won't budge a bit. Because I believe, I'm a woman of principles. I'm a person of principles. I believe in the God of this Bible. I serve, the, I serve God. I pray. I talk to him. I know him. You can put me anywhere and I'll come out at the top. Just like the story of uh, Joseph. The dude with the coat of many colors. Or is it Joshua? Oh my goodness. I need to get better at Bible names in Jesus' mighty name. <laughs> I feel like it's Joseph. But anyways, I say all of that to say, don't pray dumb prayers. Because you, you know how teachers are like, there's no questions that are dumb. No, some questions should be banned, shamed, and rebuked. Because why did you waste all of our times? I hate when people ask stupid questions or like questions that have already been asked five times over. I'm like, now you're just wasting all of our times because why didn't you write down or maybe record something where you can go back and listen to it? Like, why didn't you write it down so you can never waste my time like this again? Like, what's wrong with you? I personally hate it. Like, I genuinely hate when people re-ask the same questions and just don't learn the first or second time. Like, we're talking about this again? Why don't you listen? Don't pray dumb prayers because they exist and they're real. And because people pray dumb prayers, they birth the theology. Sometimes God says yes. Sometimes God says no. Because you're asking him for like an eighth leg. What's wrong with you? Come on. I mean, I think that begs, you know, that calls in your personal intelligence level as well. What's, what's happening there? Maybe the prayer is not even, but you genuinely believe that. An eighth leg. Some people pray dumb. It's either they pray dumb or people don't. They pray simple prayers and they don't believe at all. Unbelief. And because of that, they get dumb theology. Idiocracy. Educate yourself and then educate yourself again. And then pray. (laughs) And then pray. 
because there are things that prayer are going to create a doorway for some people will hit up some people i'm telling you there's people that in figure figuratively i'll say they'll hit like a wall in a maze but a prayerful person will pray it through will be will pray their way out of it because they'll pray a prayerful person will pray make me walk through this wall or i pray that there would be a doorway right here where i'm standing and a prayerless person will just sit there in shallow just thinking that that's the end that's it they'll just have to find another way that's the difference there are certain things you'll face the same things but a prayerful person that knows their word and knows their god and it's full of faith oh a way will be made way maker making a way meaning there wasn't a way at all but move over we're making a way do you get me that's the god we serve so therefore there's literally no situation that there doesn't have a way out jail imprisonment whatever whatever there's not a situation that doesn't have a way out at all he makes a way jesus walked through walls add that to my list of to do add that to my to-do list he walked on water walked through walls people teleported in the bible that's on my to-do list and don't let people that are bald-headed tell you like ooh, it's not nothing against bald-headed people bald-headed people i know are actually quite nice don't let weird people tell you well that's that's just well that's just try to like explain down a miracle i actually talked to this christian person who tried she tried to like explain scientifically explain a miracle that she witnessed in front of her eyes well science can make this happen to you i'm like oh my god can science make that mouth shut up like dang like why are you speaking to me right now i was like there's no faith to think like how you're thinking why on earth am i here with you any second longer why are we talking i don't want to be around people who don't have faith i don't want to be around people who feel like they have to like understand how god like understand logically things with god and not just you know like people who don't allow the supernatural to be the supernatural because they think that it's just too too out of their mind for them to grasp it so they they have to find a scientific reasoning for it because it makes sense how about it makes sense because faith how about it makes sense because god did it you know there's people who even uh, uh, try to explain away scientists try to explain away the um miracle of god pardon the red sea they said well actually the water was like too too like they say it was like actually wasn't even high at all it was pretty low and that what happened was a natural phenomenon but but either way it's supernatural because that water if it was two feet high two inches high or deep as the deep deepest sea that water killed the egyptians so it's still a freaking supernatural miracle i hate when people don't have faith anyways good night